to pray together as a family this midday on an, an anointed Tuesday and uh, as our custom is we'll go through the word of God before we get into prayer so that we can pray in, in line with scripture I thank God for your life for being part of today's prayer time, today's Bethel encounter. Amen. 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 We know that the theme for the season is walk with God. Walk with God. And uh, the various... Um, Bethel Encounters are dealing with various aspects of it. For Anointed Tuesday, we are looking at, at how to walk with God. How to walk with God. On um, Hour of Worship, which was on Sunday, we looked at what it meant or what it was to walk with God. Some aspects of why we should walk with God. At Anointed Tuesday, we are looking at how to walk with God. And today's sub-theme is fear God, not man. Fear God, not man. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7 says that, For we walk by faith and not by sight. To, and this is to establish the fact or to give us a clear understanding of what it means to walk with God. Simply put, to walk with God is to walk by faith. By faith, faith in not yourself, faith in not your boss, faith not in your pastor, faith not in your spouse, 
faith not in a business investor who has promised to give you some money faith not in your political party faith not in the government faith not in your church faith not in your youth association or youth group but faith in god please say after me faith in god faith in god and please say after me second corinthians chapter 5 verse 7 Second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 7. For I walk by faith and not by sight. For I walk by faith and not by sight. Hallelujah. Amen. We are making a personal and by the close of February. My prayer is that our level of walk with God will move to another dimension in Jesus' name. Amen. And for those of us whose walk with God has been ups and downs, we are always either going up a mountain or coming down a valley. My prayer is that by the close of this season, we'll be in a consistent walk with God where our relationship with the Lord will be booming with joy in Jesus' name. Amen. Our walk with God is by faith. It may sound strange that what's all, what's all this faith about, or we are walking with a God that we do not see. And yet we say we should walk with God. How do you walk with someone you don't see? But we see his word, hallelujah. Amen. We see what he has written about himself. We see him through creation. There are many ways by which we experience our God we see and the first point of reference is his word as a matter of fact uh, his word is what he says he has placed his word above himself and so what does it mean to walk with God is simply to walk by his word what he has said if you enter a home and then you don't see a physical man there as the father of the house. And yet, when you want to put on the AC, the big brother says that, hey, the AC, we put it on only in the afternoon from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. And that's it. You're like, wow. You haven't seen the one who gave the instruction right there telling you. But he says that this is the instruction he has given you want to eat anything you like. So you see an instruction there. The father of the house says that you cannot eat corned beef on Saturdays. It can only be eaten on Fridays. You say, hey, I see. You want to sleep and wake up midday after spending all the night watching movie. And then at dawn, 5 a.m., somebody taps you. The little girl in the house, she says, get up, get up, get up, get up. Here, our father says that 5 a.m. we wake up to pray and have devotion. So you haven't seen this person physically, but by all the instructions that are going on, you see who this person is. My prayer is that this season you will see God through his word, in the name of Jesus. Amen. You understand the one with whom you walk. We walk by faith and not by sight. Why don't we walk by sight? Yes, this scripture is very important to us, especially in this generation. Because everything you talk about, you say, oh, what is the science behind it? Where is the science? You say, oh, the football, the national football team keeps failing. You say, what's the science behind it? Statistically, it says corruption. Okay. 
<laughs> if you say, oh, it's a spiritual matter, I say, no, 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 no. Put the spiritual, spiritual things aside. We have to understand the science behind it. The analytics behind it. The data, the data behind it. We must, and this is a fact. And we keep saying, it's a fact. It's a fact that this, it's a fact that this. To the point that now we'll be saying that it's a fact that a man can turn his sex into a woman. Because we are living by factual signs and not by the instructions of a living God who created the, uh, uh, the entire earth and the entire universe. God have mercy on us. When you read Genesis chapter 6 verse 7 to 8, And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth both man and beast, and the creeping thing, and the fowls of the air, for it repented me that I have made them. I love the verse 8, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Say after me, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. So why is it so? It's because Noah chose not to go with what everybody was doing, but he chose to stay with God. He chose to follow God's instructions. What his father, his grandfather, what had been taught him about serving the living God, the most high God, that is what he held on to. And God, he pleased God to speak to Noah. Our respect must first go to God and not men. Because Noah, in fear of how people will ridicule him, how people will laugh at him, mock, how people will just, I mean, insult him, you know, because everybody was going, doing the wrong thing and he decided to stand for right. He decided to still stay with his living God. And our God had mercy upon Noah and his family. May that be our story in this generation in the name of Jesus. Amen. May people look at us rather and be turned towards God. Amen. Amen. And not away from God, not just doing what everybody does. Noah feared the Lord. So our respect must first go to God, not men. All the men perished, but Noah and his family survived because he chose to walk with God. In Psalm 40 verse 4, it says, Blessed is the man that maketh the Lord his trust, and respected not, not the proud, nor such as turn aside to lies. Sometimes people who are lying blatantly in our faces, we call them, hey, honorable, honorable, honorable. Don't you have something for the boys? Honorable, honorable. Where clearly everything is in the wrong, and yet we are hailing people that rather burden us with taxes that we can't even quantify or justify. And yet, we call them honorable. After they trample upon us, Jesus said that when you see, you see the heathen, they call them lords, lords, even though they work to their disadvantage. They call them lords. But we should not be as such. I am among you like he that serveth. The greatest amongst us should be the one who serves. So the principles of God are very different. The world lords itself over the vulnerable, but Jesus says that we should serve. Our respect must first go to God and to his principles, not to men. Not to men who are telling lies, not to men who don't respect God. And our concluding scripture, Proverbs chapter 28, verse 20 to 21. A faithful man shall abound, in fact, read this after me, a faithful man shall abound with blessings. 
faithful man shall abound with blessings. And it applies to with the women as well. Amen. It applies to everyone. When we are faithful, we do what? We abound with blessings. blessings. That is why when we are taking care of someone's work, we don't steal. That is why you don't tell lies. You don't, uh, you don't engage in corruption to, to get money. No. You stay faithful. But he, and let's go on. But he that maketh haste to be rich. But he that maketh haste to be rich. Shall not be innocent. Shall not be innocent. Oh, God have mercy. Amen. And then we continue. To have respect of persons is not good. To have respect of persons is not good. For for a piece of bread that man will transgress. For for a piece of bread that man will transgress. It's very, very sad. This season we have a lot to learn. It's so sad. Because of bread, people sell their brothers. Because of bread, people sell their spouses. Because of food, in the name of survival, we engage in all sorts of activities because we fear man. Because we fear man. In all dimensions of fear. May the Lord help us. Just in a yeah. minute, I want you by this understanding that I must not fear man. I must rather fear God. I want you to lift up your voice and pray that Lord, by your Holy Spirit, help me. Help me to walk with you respecting you ultimately fearing you walking with you in fear and in respect and not putting man before you but looking up to you and putting all my trust in you for I cannot trust in man but I can trust in you lift up your voice and pray from your heart 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 holy spirit help me walk with you help me walk with you help me walk with you walking with you respectfully walking with you in the fear of God let my life be pleasing unto you let my lifestyle be pleasing unto you not unto man but unto you not unto man but unto you ultimately ultimately in the name of Jesus. Let my life be an example. Let my life be an example unto others. Unto others. In Jesus' mighty name. Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. We are. Um, if you haven't given your life to Christ, if you don't know what it means to be born again, today I present our Lord Jesus Christ to you, who is our Lord and our Master. 
He's our Savior, the one who died to save each and every one of us. If you have not given your life to Christ Jesus, what scripture says is that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Without Jesus, you are labored by the wages of sin, and the result of it is eternal death. If you can give your life to Christ today, you have access to eternal life even after life on the earth. And you have access to fullness of life by God's Holy Spirit right here on the earth. Just say the short prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for the sacrifice that you paid for me. Today I surrender my life to you. Be Lord and Master over my life forever and ever. Grant me your Holy Spirit so that I can live a life that is pleasing unto you and unto you alone. In Jesus' mighty name, have I prayed with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. Oh, let me walk with thee, my God, as Enoch walked in days of old. Place thou my trembling hand in thine and sweet communion with me ministry.com or call or chat with us through 026 0009090 God bless you
shall we share the grace, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. We'll meet again on Thursday at 12 p.m. prompt. Shalom.